0: Hello and welcome back everybody to the Auto Management Motivation Podcast. I'm Nathan Williamson. I'm going to be your host again, as always. And today's special guest is Mr. Jacob Satoris from Calibre Group, Uh, a great digital innovator. One of the reasons I certainly got involved with digital and video. So have you got a pen? Because there's going to be some good stuff coming out of this one. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Auto Management Motivation, the automotive management podcast designed to get the best out of you and your sales team. Join us as we have special guests, we talk best practice, and most importantly, we delve into this great automotive sector. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello everyone and welcome back to Auto Management Motivation, the podcast that seeks to bring the best out in you. Today, got a very, very special guest for you. So hello and welcome to Jacob Satoris from Calibre Group. How are you?
1: I'm very well. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, very special
0: guest. I don't know about that, but (laughs) thanks for having me on. No, not a problem at all. It's always, always a pleasure. And um, so just to give everyone a bit of background about our relationship Jacob we've been following each other on on LinkedIn and various socials now for what seems like an age but i guess it's probably only two years maximum really um and following each other's digital journey and i i contacted you because of one of what you do which we'll go into in a little while but also the support that you've shown me from from my various other content as well um so thanks for supporting me it's directly got me here which is which is good um but The one question I I really wanted to ask you, and I know you feel passionately about, but what made you see digital in the way that you do?
1: Um, I'll just hop back quickly, because you said something there about support. Um, I just want to, and I don't want this to be a patting each other on the back, but your support to me as well has been Uh equally as as valuable. So uh, I appreciate it from this end. But um, yeah, from... The way I see digital and why do I see it? I suppose I've always had a bit of a passion um, for creating things. From, I mean, uh, back in the day, I was in a band. So I was creating music through to creating video edits for my roller skating. Um, I've just had my 29th birthday. So I'm going to be holding back from any skating at the moment. Too many responsibilities. Um, But yeah, I just like the way that you can capture a moment and, and show others, show others what your experience. So when I joined the industry, um, I found that a lot of people kind of weren't utilizing digital and the power of video. I used to get a lot of stick for calling it the power of video, but it's true. Um, but the thing is, if I were spending all my time watching YouTube videos and consuming video content and finding it engaging, educational, anything like that, then why wouldn't our customers? So, so I started putting videos for vehicles online through our listings and, and you've supported me a lot when I was placing them on LinkedIn. Um, and, but what we found was more leads were coming through the website and, and ultimately that's, that made me see that there was more of an application from a business sense. It wasn't just this creative outlet anymore. Actually, this could create financial reward and, and a better experience for our customers. Um, But at the end of the day, the the internet's nothing new. Video's nothing new. Communicating and sharing our life experiences through video is nothing new. Um, It's just utilizing what is there, what is proven to work. And from being quite a social media head and loving it from a business application sense, it's the most engaging form of content. Uh, It's the way of the future. It sounds so cheesy, doesn't it? but it really is so so my view on digital has changed from creative to business application and
0: it's only going to push further forward as we go forward isn't it and that and that's the thing it it's come and i saw a a scary graph this week actually on uh, automotive management online and it was the ex- it was a graph of acceleration in the digital world of the sort of the digital sales process And since this time last year, it's been forced upon us. And it really has been forced upon us, this this digital sales process for those that weren't embracing it. And the industry's had to adapt to 10 years worth of digital change in 12 months. And... We all knew, we all knew how it was going to go. You had CarWow, Kazoo started popping their their head up and everything else. And we all knew it was going to happen and we were going to go digital. But no one, no one knew that it was going to happen so quickly. 10 years, 10 years crammed into 12 months you know, and, and it's been really hard to learn. (laughs) That's the, that's the, that's the biggest thing. Um, but we, I think dealerships now are getting there, especially through what, what you do and you, you obviously house the digital masterclass for, for teaching people, not systems to do video, but just how to do video. And that's, that's one of the things that, that people really need at the moment. Um, so where did it all begin for you? Where did your automotive journey begin?
1: So some people have heard this story, but uh, I, I quite like telling it because it's such a... For anyone that's not in the industry that wants to join the industry, it gives them hope. <laughs> um, I I started my career working... Um, from the age of 17, actually, as a cleaner, but I started working with young adults with challenging behavior. So, autism, things like that. Absolutely loved it. Did it for about five years, but I always felt, and I think a lot of people will resonate, I always felt I had some kind of entrepreneurial flair, something inside of me that said, I can do more than this. I loved it. I value and the job and the job those people do, but I felt like I had, had more in me. Yeah. So, I was looking for something where the harder I worked, the more I could earn. So commission-based, searching around, and I was very early 20s. um, And I loved cars, so looked at cars. Then I decided one day on a day off that I would go and buy my first ever suit. Never wore a suit before. Bought my first ever suit, printed off about 15 CVs, um, which would have been terrible. I wish I still had one. And basically walked into every car dealership in my town. Every single one that I saw, I had no bias towards brand, um, whether it was a used car center. I didn't know what a motor group was. So I was walking into one dealership within a group and then walking to their their kind of sister dealership. So the HR probably got fed up of seeing my CV, to be honest. But um, yeah, in that, in that space of time, I managed to get lots and lots of no's because I just wanted to speak to a person. I wanted to speak to a sales manager. I knew if I could come across, my CV didn't tell them I could sell anything. Um, but if I could speak to them, I could come across well. So yeah, I got lots of no's, three interviews on the day, and secured myself a job as a trainee sales exec. So i um, all quite literally in the space of one day. It was just uh, determination and maybe more confidence than I've got now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, you know... You- the motor trade people who go in and get it. And there's a lot of people that struggle with the, the fact that it's motor trade is predominantly commission based. Um But it seems mm-hmm. like you actually went out to, to find that sort of role. Um So far. Yeah. So your first role was as a trainee sales executive. Was that with Peugeot? It was. You're so-, Peugeot, so like, like me, I was also a, a Peugeot bod when I started out in the industry um, so yeah we've we've Peugeot um, was it down in Taunton or
1: so I, I joined the Peugeot in Western and everyone okay. who's listened to this that works for Peugeot big up yourselves um, so yeah I worked in Western Supermare for about four and a half years yeah. and then we relocated to Taunton in Somerset and I moved fortunately it was within the same group and they were happy to transfer me across. So, um, yeah, I stayed with Peugeot for the majority of my time in sales, um, was, yeah, had an amazing time, was one of 12 UK brand ambassadors for Peugeot. So I really, really liked them. Um, great product. And then at the very end of my stint, I had an opportunity to join the Volvo brand. So I was with them for about three months before the move to what I'm doing now.
0: Ah. Which leads us quite apt onto our, onto my next question for you, and that's what made you leave the dealership floor mm-hmm. and and go to go to Caliber to to enhance digital prowess. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I try I try to
1: enhance it. Um, it was a big decision that. Because as you've probably gathered from the last part, I really loved what I did. Yeah. Um, love selling cars, love the interaction with customers. I like the flexibility of it. And that's what allowed me to grow with video and digital content um, in my role. So it was a big decision to move. But I was posting a lot of stuff onto LinkedIn, um, just trying to get other people within the industry to not see me and what I was doing, but to appreciate the power that there we go again the power of video the power that video has so I was showing how you can demonstrate a car and how I was doing it basically to show my experience and from many connections one of them was the managing director of Calibre Group Solutions who I now work for um, Sabina and after a long conversation on the phone I just we shared the same passion for helping others and there was more to it than just I think that was the important bit there was more than just from a business sense, just in general, helping people, kindness towards people, there was that real, you could sense that from her. And it meant a lot. So um, after many discussions and meeting with her, uh, she very, very kindly said, look, I'd like to take you on. Um, and I would really like to develop a digital skills course for the industry. Um, a tiny bit of background for Calibre is they started with interim cover solutions business managers service advisors things like that and then have have also adapted now to doing mentorships for uh, sorry apprentices within the industry which is amazing got lots of people involved but so their training experience was going to be invaluable to this and yeah we crafted what is now the digital masterclass together um and it's yeah, it's been brilliant. It's been a complete change from sales, from the sales role, but it's still within the industry. They say, as we were discussing before, you never really leave the industry. You, can, you can't you can escape once you're in it. So no. <laughs> even if you're on the outskirts of it, there's still connection.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those businesses, and it is. Uh, certainly from my point of view, it's infectious. It, it really gets mm. into your bones. And that's, you know, I did um i did close to to 10 years in the in the police force before i joined the motor trade um but you know it's actually not that different apart from no. i get sworn at less by customers anyway not necessarily the people i work with um i get sworn at less and no one's waving a knife at me so that that's that's all <laughs> that's all good a complete side sub have we discussed this before but i was a special constable within the police I think we have, yeah. i, I vaguely I've yeah. been having, having that conversation. But, God, just two policemen that joined the motor trade. Well, <laughs> there we and there's actually a lot of ex-forces in the in the motor trade. Mm. As well, and and that's really good to see. But I guess we've all got that one thing in common: is we can all speak to people, and that's yes, half the battle is if you could if you can speak to people, then then you've you've sort of halfway there um it's 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 the whole i don't like to use this word but it's the it's the whole game with
1: with with sales and the industry in general if if you're a, a real authentic person and you can create some kind of connection with people just through talking and relating to them and sharing stories and you almost become because it's such a big purchase decision it's not going down to the local shop and picking up some sweets it's it's a big life decision and often can the decision to change their car to change to decide on a vehicle is predicated off of a bigger life thing that's going on for them. For me, we've just upgraded to a bigger car because I've got three children now. So that is a big thing. So if you can almost become friends with the people you're dealing with through, through talking and communicating, it's, you say it's half of the battle um, and it makes you enjoy it more. It turns it from, it's not a battle really. It's it's an enjoyable experience that you can help another person make the right decision. And um, yeah, I, it, it's part of it, isn't
0: it? We, we love it. Exactly. And, and half the, half the, half the job is that, um, is that chit chat with, with the customer and colleagues and everything else. And I think that's what makes the motor industry so special um, mm. is that the relationships that you, I mean, there's customers that I've sold cars to um, at Peugeot when I was first starting out who I now go kayaking. So I'm, I'm a kayaker as well. So I do quite a lot of kayaking and we go away for a week every year kayaking together with with a group of people who i've been introduced to subsequently who i've also sold cars to through that relationship (laughs) so it it really this really does how it works you do make friends and influence people by by what you do which is which is great and you know it's the I'm quite fortunate that my wife is is in the automotive industry as well. But oh wow. So even but even she gets fed up with oh I'm going to see such and such or I'm going away with such and such, and um, the, there's the story of how we met when I was trying to f- sell them a car or when they <laughs> come to pick their car up and we got <laughs> talking and it, it's just it's a it's a great thing to be part of. Um, so for you leaving was was just. An opportunity to,
1: yes, passion, and it goes back to the very it goes back to the very reason I joined the industry in the first place, is I wanted the opportunity to develop as a person to grow. Um, I had a drive inside of me that I knew I wanted to achieve as much as I could, which is the reason I joined the industry. And funnily enough, it led to me leaving um, the direct um, kind of dealership. World, because there was the opportunity to develop something that was meaningful to me, um, that I knew I was passionate about, but also I knew that others who I may have worked with before or who are be connections with in the future would benefit from. As the world's gone so far digital, it's I've been banging on about digital and social media and video for what seems like years and years and years, but. Everyone in the industry knew it was there and some very openly embraced it. But a lot of people still put their heads in the sand. It's that whole, you don't want to move first, but you don't want to move last. So not, not everyone was fully engaging with it in the ways that it could be. And the recent events um, that, we've, that we've had have forced the hand of digital development has had to be seen as a serious part of everything that we do. Every aspect of the role now has to have that digital element. And as things um, relax and get back to some more normality, that I don't think will go away. People will still want to interact in a more digital sense. Now they realize that they can. And from an inside-of-the-dealership point of view, it's now highlighted the greater flexibility of of the role. It's not just, ah, oh, no one's coming in or no one's appointed. I'm going to achieve nothing today. It's right. I have extra strings to my bow. Now I can create videos and apply them to my listings online. I can reach out instead of phoning people cause they're busy and might not be able to pick up and don't really respond to a voicemail. Maybe now I've got confident using a camera. I'll send them a video note and that'll be in their emails
0: and that's so, the biggest thing especially as a as a sales manager for me if someone's not picking up the phone the first thing i will say to to my team is send them a video and obviously we hmm. use we use the the most popular video platform as as any major dealership group does but yep. send them a video and they're going oh but but no why am i sending them a video of just my face i'm not sending them of the car I said because you know if they've watched it. (laughs) You know if they're purposely not coming back to you. You get an email to say, they've just watched your video. So it might be a good time to Mm -hmm. either give them a call or to move on to something else.
1: And and there's another aspect to that. One, you can track it. So it's a trackable, it's a tangible thing that you can do. But one of the big things that we stress within the digital masterclass is video gives you the ability to create a bond, to build rapport with someone that an email, um, a voice over the phone doesn't do because there's a connection with your eyes. Once you can connect with someone in a real interaction with a customer, we don't look at the floor. We're looking directly at them. They can see how we're engaging with what they're saying. Um, We can respond accordingly. There's a bigger thing that happens with that. You can see their facial expressions. You can see enthusiasm. There's so many aspects to video that enhance what the customer feels. So instead of them reading an email that is from Joe Bloggs that has no personality because they can't read personality, um, they don't know who this person is, so they haven't created a bond. There's no connection there to deal with. Actually, if someone sends you a video now, that person's looking directly at the lens. So they're, they're interacting with your eyes. They're smiling. They're open. And actually, that's just turned from what could have been a bog standard email into, wow, this Joe blog seems really nice. Um, and we were thinking of changing. I'll, I'll, maybe I'll contact that person. There's a whole, it adds another dimension to what yeah, you're doing. Yes, it's a little more effort, arguably, but the rewards are so
0: much greater. And the chances of your competitor doing that as well are 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 fairly slim, and that's Amen. You know, when you when you're trying to to climb above everyone else and and earn some money. That's that's ultimately what we need to do. Um, Jake, so, yeah. I've got one more question for or two more questions before we before we wrap up. Um, yeah first one of which requires me to to get my stopwatch out but for the uh the boys and girls and non-binary cows that that may be listening um can i have 60 seconds of jacob satiris's best video tips for those starting out go Okay. So, oh wow, caught me here.
1: One, and I've just mentioned it, interact with the eyes. The eyes are the portal to any bond you can build. So instead of looking at yourself when you're making a video, look at the lens. It feels weird at first because you can't see yourself, but trust me, they're looking at your eyes when they're watching it back. Um, Height of the camera, hold it just slightly above eye level. So at that point, again, it's, it's all about the eyes, really, and connecting. It's just connection tips more than I think. Um, smile. Smiling is huge and often overlooked. And I'm go- giving the real granular stuff rather than the big stuff. Um, smiling in a video is infectious and powerful. Have fun with it. It resonates with a customer. And don't underestimate it. Don't underestimate how powerful video is because it's the way of the world now moving forward. And if you're not doing it, you should be. How much time
0: do I have left? That is absolutely spot on. But if you've got any more, please oh. feel, feel free to share. <laughs> uh, oh, there you was, go. You count me down in your head and I'm like, oh, we're we, we doing good here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, and the, the last Bernie thing, because we, we've all got one. And whether it be first sales manager you ever worked for or a colleague that, that you've worked with or anything, um, who inspires you in the, in the automotive industry?
1: Goodness. Um, now, I'm going to give you a terrible answer, which you're going to hate me for, because this is a tough question. But a lot of people inspire me in the industry. I've been really fortunate to have created a lot of friendships and connections with some incredible people at the top of their game, just joining the industry at all different levels. Um, And most of whom are the most supportive and friendly people you could hope to meet. So rather than a person that inspires me, because so many people do, there's some characteristics in people that inspire me. And this can be in life or in the industry in any part, but I, kindness to others That's a big thing People that are just generally kind I do this silly thing Well I love it Some people probably think it's silly um, I have a thing that I do Usually once a month Where I do a random act of kindness I Don't promote it anywhere I'm not that self-promoting person I just like yeah. to do it So it can be as small as The person behind me In the drive through at McDonald's I'll just pay for their order And just not say anything I'll just drive off that's just silly little things So kindness to others is a big thing for me Because it shows a greater person um, People that are empathetic I know the industry is tainted with a brush of there's no empathy. If you're ill, you should still be here. If something's happened at home, you should still be here. Where it's actually, majority of managers, general managers, are the most empathetic people, and they're real. They understand that things happen in life. Um, So people that are empathetic to situations, that inspires me. And finally, I would probably say that people that have a real drive to achieve great things and aren't afraid to step out of the status quo to do it. Because I felt like at the beginning of my journey, especially when I was starting making the videos as I was for our listings in the dealership, I was the odd one L. Yep. And I was looked at as this silly guy that was putting a car out the front, spending half an hour smiling at a camera. But it's led to where I am now and it's, the industry is now that way. So people that aren't afraid to stand out if they really truly believe in what they're preaching. So um, those are the types of people that inspire me.
0: And and that's quite the and you find that those characteristics all gel into the same person or personality traits of of that person. But yeah, similar to similar to you, you know, a few years ago, I was also the sales executive out the front of the building with a, with my phone in mm-hmm. my hand doing a video, going in and and all the, you know, all the long timers, I guess, going oh, bloody video it won't catch on and everything else mm-hmm. well let's 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 fast forward a few years and uh yeah let's uh we've certainly got the uh the upper hand on that one because mm-hmm. we've been practicing for 10 times the <laughs> amount of time that they have
1: yeah add a sprinkling of pandemic yeah. suddenly uh, yeah. suddenly
0: their uh, their views um, have to change hopefully as as we're recording this today hopefully we are starting to see the end um Mm. it's the the 17th of february there's there's talk of all sorts of things happening sort of in the first week to the to the middle of march i don't know it would it would be silly to to second guess but i'm really looking forward to getting customers back in the showroom um because it's awful as much as I love my showroom, it's nothing without my customers in there, um, and to have that yeah. buzz of of those people around will be a better feeling than than you know the kids opening presents on Christmas Day because that's that's really yeah. special and it's no that's that's what we do, isn't it? Have have people in the showroom that's that's what we do, um, and
1: and we've just got, I suppose it wraps back around to everything that you've said and we've said in this is. The industry, if you're to do well in it, it's a people-persons game. You have to want to deal with people. You have to like interacting, making new connections, speaking with people, finding out their stories and relating with them. Um, So having that aspect of it closed off, whilst, yes, we have, as we've discussed, video and there's live video chats and all sorts of things you can do around that, it's not the same as having people in the industry. Yes, I preach to develop your skills in video, but it's because it's a massive string to a bow. It's not a replacement from physical contact. It just means that you can better deal with people that don't want to come in or can't come in. But that physical aspect is is what most and the majority of people in this industry love and thrive off of. So yeah, it'd be Nice for you. I suppose I'm not back. In, I'm not in the DC. Yeah, again. that's <laughs> um, lovely for you.
0: Yeah. When we get busy, I'll give you a call. You'll have to come and uh, come and come yeah, and just get a taste of it again.
1: So soak up the atmosphere.
0: Yeah, <laughs> sit in the corner with a cup of tea. Just ah, uh. <laughs> like it's it's been fantastic having you on. I hope our listeners have, have certainly taken something away. Um, no doubt we'll we'll get together and do this again. But uh, thank you so much for uh, for coming on and uh, sharing your views with us.
1: Oh, it's been an absolute pleasure. No, it's been good fun. And as you've said, I hope I hope everyone's got some value from this. Um, And yeah, it's been a long time coming, I suppose. So I uh, look forward to the next one. Yeah,
0: no worries. Take care and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Goodbye.
1: Thank you. Thank you
0: so there we have it ladies and gentlemen that was the great Jacob Saturis talking us through everything digital and why he embraced it so early on in his career if you've got any sales execs in your team please do urge them to do the same myself and Jacob will be more than happy to point them in the right direction enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening I hope you enjoyed the week ahead of you I know I certainly will be but for now I've been Nathan Williamson. This has been Auto Management Motivation. And until next time, goodbye.